What's up, everyone? It's the That's What She Said with Danny podcast. Danny, we just finished recording with Lars Newbar from the Cardinals. And one, he has one of the coolest names in baseball. It's so unique. Even my mom was like, Lars Newbar? That's so cool. So we talked to him all about that and his name and how unique it was for him growing up, which I think you're probably assuming that it was super unique for him everywhere he went and grew up. But he gave us a really interesting answer as to how it unfolded for him and played out in his life. So can't wait for y'all to hear that. And he's got a candy bar coming out because of course he does because his last name's New Bar, so why wouldn't he? And we asked him about a flavor profile. He wants to throw some dark chocolate in there and some other things. So he talks all about that candy bar and when it's coming out. So uh, this is a good one, Danny. We had a we had a lot of time and he's a funny dude. Yo, this exceeded I think all expectations you know we never really know what we're gonna get going into it and he's busy right now like he's in the fall league he's in the in the depths of it trying to improve his game so we got to hear a little bit about how that's going and and some of the things that he's been working on and the guys that he's playing with which I think is really cool to hear we also got to talk to him about all the gold gloves the Cardinals making history those five gold gloves and you asked him which teammate would sleep with their gold glove not let it go and the answer i think is not very surprising but he he knew it before you even finished your sentence so i loved hearing that and then the other th- cool thing the relationship he has with nolan arenado and harrison bader and how those guys have kind of taken him under their wing and really just catapulted his game to a new level it's pretty cool to hear all this so much fun and uh he's a he's a funny dude which yes. there's a it's some comedic gold on the podcast too so all right without further ado uh check out lars new bar i'm sure you guys are gonna love it lars what's up lars thanks for doing this yeah of course thanks for having me guys oh yeah. yeah thanks for coming on so we're recording this podcast at night because you are down at the arizona fall league so yeah. tell us about how that's going right now it's going well it's going well um you know, it's kind of an extension of my season, so uh, kind of a long season for sure, but uh, it's going real well. We have some, a good group of guys down here, some guys that I've played with before, and then obviously meeting new guys down here. Um, so it's been a good experience so far. I think one of the coolest things is that you get the opportunity to do this, right? And yeah. just like you said, it's the extension. It's more at bats and just kind of reading about – why this is so important for you. We're going to get into the gold glove conversations, you know, that were just okay. announced, but that probably lights a fire under you to look forward to next season. But can you kind of dive in because just reading about what you're focused on in the Arizona Fall League, as far as generating more power, your barrel percentage, things that are um, specific to the Cardinals and, and things right. that like they truly focus on. Why are those important to you in the fall league and how do those help you get a bigger role next year? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the main thing. Like you said, like coming in here, getting more at bats, obviously was a, that was the first box that we wanted to check. And then B what for me was to work on certain things and then power was, was a big one. And so, um, that's kind of something that, you know, I, I've always wanted to get into. I felt like I, I always had more than what I've actually proven to do. So um, that was kind of my main focus. And obviously with Jeff Albert being our hitting coach, he's more of a, you know, and I, I don't know what to say, like, a num- uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like numbers guy, but he looks at different things than just what you see on the back of a, of a baseball card, for example. And so barrel percentage is one of them. And, and I worked with one of my buddies who I flew out 
for 10 days at the beginning of the, uh, of the fall league. And, and that was kind of what we were working on too. Just, just kind of working on hitting the ball hard and then kind of seeing where it goes from there, obviously trying to be productive in those at bats, but um, kind of control what I can control. And uh, it is something that the Cardinals love, you know, and, and obviously who doesn't like hitting the ball hard. And so that's kind of <laughs> what I've been, what I've been focusing on, but, um, but yeah, you know, being out here is great. Getting these at bats are awesome. And then being able to have little experiments within these at bats where, you know, as a rookie, obviously, I was just kind of going there and, and doing everything that I was told and, and kind of, you know, taking it day by day. We're here. I can kind of take a little bit more of a breath and uh, kind of work on some things. And then um, going into next year, um, hopefully, you know, my goal is obviously to break with the team. And then from there on, just keep keep playing well and keep, you know, doing doing anything that I can to really help the team win. Down there in Arizona, who are you working with in the organization? What players have inspired you? What guys have you seen? Like, oh, I'm excited to play with this guy uh, with yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, obviously, these guys, Juan Yepes, he made his debut for the wild card game. Didn't get in, but, you know, he was he made his debut, so he was super excited about that. And so um, he had a great year. I played with him in Memphis, played with him in Springfield, double A and triple A. Uh, Brennan Donovan's playing great. Jordan Hicks actually came out and had a couple starts out here. So that was good to see him throw multiple innings. He looked really good, looked really healthy. He was throwing really hard. Um, Jake Walsh is throwing really well. Zach Thompson I played with all year. And, uh, you know, there's a few other guys, but seeing some of the talent that's around the league too, that's in the minor leagues, you know, coming up, there's there's a lot of good guys on our team that I'm excited to play with now. And I'm, I'm also looking forward to playing against them, you know, in, in the majors for sure. Danny just mentioned the news of the five gold gloves and MLB yeah. record. When you heard that, what went through your head? It was, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy because I, when they got announced, obviously the six got announced and I was thinking there's a legitimate shot that all six can get, uh, you know, like being firsthand playing with these guys, it's like T.O. gets everything, you know, Bader, if when I was starting it right, you know, Bader being next to me, I'm like, okay, this is easy because he's got, he's got everything. Tommy's making diving plays, so I'm not even getting ground balls through the infield. Then next him's Goldie, and then it's Nolan over there on the corner. So I'm like, and you know, he his resume speaks for itself. And then same with Yachty too. He's got I think nine. This you know, if had he won, it would have been his tenth or whatever it is. And so um, our group chat's been blowing up about it. It's been going crazy, but it's it's. I'm glad that they did it the way they did, and they didn't shy away from the fact that our defense was so solid all year, and they didn't discredit anybody because we had you know, so many guys that were eligible and so many guys that were deserving. And so obviously we wish we would have clean swept it with six, but I think five and a finalist and that finalist being Yari or Molina, I think, I think that's pretty good. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there's more to come and uh, TJ McFarland actually just signed an extension with us for a year. He was a big part of our, of our bullpen this year. And he was just like, listen, like I'm a, I'm a lefty that likes getting the ball on the ground. And when I have six, six caliber gold glovers behind me it's it, it makes my life a lot easier so that's always cool oh my gosh yeah I mean there's obviously so much excitement so two dudes you mentioned Nolan and Bader and just kind of reading about the relationship you have with those guys you know Nolan yeah. is kind of taking you under his wing I think you said you might meet up with him this offseason and and yeah. work on some things and then you've got Bader who's taking you out to eat on the road. I mean, like it, what a great setup that you have. I don't feel like we hear that often enough where, where the veteran guys, some of the seasoned guys, even though you and Bader are, are closer in age are kind of helping each other out in that way. But give us the inside scoop. Like what is it like being <laughs> under the wings of two of those guys and two gold glove winners? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's kind of crazy sometimes, you know, I was, uh, my brother was actually out here last weekend and, and we were at dinner and, you know, my phone's there and all of a sudden Nolan's blowing me up, blowing me up, blowing me up. And he's like, who would have thought, like, I'm thinking, you're like, it's so crazy to me that, you know, like Nolan's like, this is my boy now. We we text and we talk all the time and it's super cool that he's taking me under his wing and, and yeah, I, I plan to go down and, and stay with him and or fly to wherever to uh, to go work on some hidden stuff and, and I'm just trying to soak up everything I can from him. Um, he's obviously, like I said with Yachty, but his career speaks for itself too and, and, you know, he's such a hard worker and that's what people don't see is how hardworking he is. This, this didn't come easy for him. He's not the most naturally gifted, but he's, he works super hard. He's very obsessed. And, uh, it's somebody that I want to be around because I want to be more like him. And, you know, he's like a role model to me too. And, uh, so I'm looking forward to the off season, spending some time with him and learning as much as I can with him and, and Bader on the other hand, he's in New York, so he's doing his own thing. But when I first got called up, uh, one of the first series was in Chicago and he came up to me and he said, Hey, like, don't make any plans. I'm taking you out to dinner. So we went out to dinner. And then from then on, almost every single road trip we went. And as soon as we landed and when we were on the plane, he would be like, Hey, where do you want to go? You know, or like, Hey, this is a good spot. We're going here, blah, blah, blah. And so it was always like, I, I knew as soon as we landed, I was eating well because Bader was taking up the tab and we were going to go. Eat. <laughs> but it, it's also so great because he's, you know, he's such an elite, elite defender. And now he's coming to his own as a hitter. And so, I can learn so much from him and he's good games or bad games. I'm getting text messages from him, you know, Hey, you're doing good. You're doing this, you're doing that, you know, and he's seeing things on the defensive side that I've never really been taught before, you know, and it's, and it feels so good that he gets rewarded with a gold glove because not only is he so elite at defense, but he, I think he makes everybody around him in the outfield better. And, you know, he has this aura about him and he's got that confidence in the flair. And if you know anything about Harrison, he's, you know, he's got that, <laughs> he's got that little bit to him, but it's, it's all out of good nature and he really helps everybody. And uh, I'm really grateful for, for the relationship that we had, especially this past year. I remember every time stepping in the Cardinals clubhouse, his energy, his aura, it really <laughs> just stands out. It's like, hey, baby, hey, like this is the guy, this exactly. is the dude. He just kind of, yeah, he radiates that energy. So give us a little bit of peek behind the curtain. Is he nice to the wait staff? Did he, does he order anything specific? Does he chew with his mouth closed? He's, how, are these, how are these dinners going down? Bader, Bader is exactly, he's exactly who you think he is. He, he doesn't shy away from anything. You know, he's, He's like you said, like his energy is just radiant. He's he's always got good energy around him. He he dresses exotic, that's for sure. Whenever we're going out, I'm just going pretty pretty casual, pretty simple. And he's always stepping out in the finest stuff. And he's got his hair, and so everybody recognizes him, especially in the vision, you know, when we're going out. But um, no, he's great. You know, he's he's very respectful, very fun guy to be around. Um, he's got good stories. He's, 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 he's Vader. That's just, that's just the only way I can describe it. He's just Vader, but no, he's, he's great. He really is great. And, uh, you know, some people may, may see him as arrogant or whatever, you know, just because of the way he is, but he really isn't. And he's really down to earth guy, really good guy to be around. He's fun, but he's also, you know, super knowledgeable and super easy going. Like it's, I, I had, I had, I had my thoughts about him before I, before I really started, uh, before I really met him, but no, he's, He's, he's one of the boys. He's, he's a great guy. I love being around Vader for sure. How's that balance? Because you've got, you know, these younger guys coming up, you know, the core guys, and then, and then you've got Wayno and Yachty and Goldie and Nolan, and, and you've got the seasoned guys and the Cardinals are the team that's a bit more stoic and serious and known for 
you know, playing the game the right way, right? That's right. we talk about that a lot when we talk about the Cardinals, and it's not in a disrespectful way. It just is known. It's a historic franchise, respectful. Right. But now, you know, you are talking about guys who are a little more flashy. How does that whole balance work with the seasoned guys and then the more up and coming youthful guys? Yeah, I think I really think that it's it's like the best of both worlds where you come in and obviously for me as a rookie, I was just trying not to step on anybody's toes, not getting in anybody's way um, because of the guys like you named and don't, don't make sure you don't put Nolan in those seasoned vet names. You won't like that. He, he's, <laughs> Nolan is still a young pup. I'm texting him, DC sexing him. We have our group chat. He's a young pup, but, um, but no, yeah, it's, it's great because you get that feel of, of, like you said, those seasoned vets that have been around the league, you know, and, They've seen so much, and and Wayno and Yadi have won a couple World Series, and and we had Lester this past year who had some unbelievable stories about him in Boston and him in Chicago, and you know you get that real feel of like, man, this is this is the big leagues, you know, this is great, but but also, Wayno's great too. Like he's he's always texting in our fantasy group chat. He's always talking smack. Like he's 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 great with us. You know, he's always joking around in the dugout if he's not playing. He keeps it loose. Um, so he lets the young guys kind of have their energy and same with Yachty. Yachty's the best too. He's, he's the absolute man. He's everything that anybody says about him, which is just nothing but good things. Like he, he jokes around too. He's great with that energy. And then when it comes to the game, he's, he's real intense and he's professional and he makes sure everybody's kind of, you know, on their, on their P's and Q's and making sure not in a bad way, you know, it's not nervous, but it's just like this, this confidence, this, you know, this energy that, that we want to win and he's real intense. And so it's like, he brings that funness, but he also makes sure like, Hey, we're, we're here. We're here for a reason. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I, I we got the birds on the bat and I got Molina on my back. And so, you know what I mean? Like he, he, we, we're going to follow him. And so it's great. Like the older guys are, are so good. They let us have their fun and, you know, they sometimes poke, you know, have little jabs at us that, you know, we're a little too young and we, we know these new trends that they don't necessarily know, but they're real good about it. And uh, the older guys are, they're awesome with us. You guys took the league by storm this season with this 17 game win streak. Just an incredible run, putting it all out there on the field, catapults you into the postseason. What point during that run did you realize this is something really special that we have going on? I think I knew it was special when I can't remember if it was the second win or when we swept Milwaukee in Milwaukee. And we're going to shake hands, and Wayno's standing behind me, and he's like, this is incredible. It was like the 12th or 13th game in a row or something like that. And he was like, this is, this is unbelievable. And I looked, I'm like, what, you know, I'm just like this dumb rookie. That's like, what's going on? You know, I don't, uh, yeah, we're winning games. Like we expect to win games. He's like, this is unbelievable. Like, and I'm like, Oh, like we, you know, we are really doing something that's pretty unprecedented. And, and then obviously we won 17 straight and then clinched on that 17th win. And after that game, I was like, wow. Like when, when Wayno is pretty excited about something and he thinks that this is amazing, it's amazing. Like he's been in this league for so long and he's seen so many things. And so, you know, I'm just that youthful puppy that's just like, you know, bright eyed, but they're like, oh, like what? I don't really understand. You know, I don't get it. But yeah, it's, it's great that we're we're doing well and goalie swinging well and Tio swinging well and Nolan, all the guys. But that was kind of when I realized I was like, dang, like we're on to something special. And at the beginning of the month, no one gave us a chance. And it's, you know, September 18th or whatever it is. And now we have an unreal shot and going into the playoffs, we liked our odds and we liked where we were. And, you know, obviously it didn't go our way, but it was, it was a pretty, pretty incredible run. And I'm definitely glad I was a part of it. 
I will toot my own horn. I'm going to toot my horn twice here, actually. Number one, <laughs> I was actually at your debut in Detroit. I just really? so happened. Yeah, Lex, I don't know if I ever told you that. I, I don't think so. I went to Detroit. I have family there, and it just so happened that the Cardinals were in town. Um, so I was there for your debut, number one. It just so happened. You didn't fly to Detroit for my debut. I, I thought that was like the big news in town. <laughs> I heard there was a guy named Lars Newbar who was making his debut for the Cardinals. I have to be in Detroit. Exactly. That's that's the, that's the story you tell Get people. me there. I took a private jet. There you go. My whole there family was there for you, Lars. There my you whole go. family. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> and then I happened to book tickets for the Cubs Cardinals series for wins 13 and 14. So I was oh. there. It just so happened that I booked those. No, no like, oh, they're on a streak. I'm going to go watch. Um, right. So I was there for those. So I feel like, you know, I've just I've just been there for all these great things. I'm from St. Louis. I probably should mention that. So oh, OK. Nice. That's, that probably makes a lot more sense as to why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were just following the Cardinals in Chicago and Detroit and everywhere, bouncing around everywhere. No one would question me if I did that though. Honestly, no one, no one would think that was creepy. It's Cardinals, Cardinals Field. fans run deep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wrigley Field is, that place is electric. That place is sweet. That was like, it's I'd the first there. time I've ever. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Is that your favorite ballpark? Opposing ballpark? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Stuff. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I play that I played in, yeah. Because obviously I haven't been all of them, but yeah, I think that's probably that's probably been my favorite. Makes sense. Yeah, that's that's pretty iconic. Was there a game this season that you were like, now I feel like I'm part of this team. Now I'm I'm in the bigs. I've you know you you know that you deserve to be there, of course. Right. But maybe a, a game or a moment that you were like, okay, this solidifies my position here. I think it was it was when we were playing Milwaukee in in St. Louis and we were facing Brandon Woodruff, who obviously had an unreal year and he came in, you know, he was throwing really well. And T.O. and I went back to back off each with each other to like it was either take the lead or go up two or whatever it was. And the crowd was chanting new. And, you know, once I got in the dugout, they were trying to get me to go do a curtain call. But I was like, it's the fifth inning. I can't do it. I can't do a premature curtain call. So I'm not going to do it, even though I really wanted to. But I was like, okay, like this is, I was like, that's, that was a pretty cool moment where I was like, you know, you know, I, I belong. That, that was when I was like, okay, like, I know I can do it. You know, like this is, this is, this is it for sure. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I mean, you know, the opportunity potentially to also have Albert Pujols back. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, like, but he, you know, it's potential they could bring him back for one year. Just speak to the history of the team and how much, like, how much you feel that if you, if you know what I'm trying to say, like how, how much that kind of surrounds you at all times with the Cardinals and their franchise. It's true when you say that, like such a rich history when it comes to the Cardinals, you know, and we hired Ollie who was brought up in the Cardinals system. We hired Skip, who's played in the, with Yachty and Wayno. And, you know, it's, it's – and like you said, with the potential of Albert coming back, like Albert gets standing ovations when he comes back and plays against the Cardinals in Bush Stadium, which is just <laughs> – it's crazy, but it's just it, – it, it's – we understand it as players because he's a legend and he's, and he's done so much for our game and he's done so much in the game that you kind of, you kind of get a feel for it. But – that's going to, that's also what I love about St. Louis is that they, they love their baseball and they love the Cardinals and they're very invested. And that's kind of something that I really felt when I first got there where 
um, not to throw shade, but there's some cities where, you know, it's, it's okay if their teams are doing whatever, you know, like they're not going to really hear about it because there's other things to do. But in St. Louis, you know, it's the blues and it's the Cardinals and, and, you know, you're going to hear about it when you're doing well, you're going to hear about it when you're not. And so um, in terms of the rich history and, and, and kind of hiring within and, and kind of being an organization that stays within, it's, it's definitely something special. And it's, I don't know if, I don't know if it's like that anywhere else in, in the league as much as it is in St. Louis and with the Cardinals specifically that um, they love their own. And it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. And, and uh, it's an awesome sports city. That's for sure. Danny, I can't believe we've made it this far in the podcast without celebrating. I know Lars Newfar's name. I know. Well, here we are. It's it's the coolest name in baseball, hands down, Lars. I can't even describe to you when I tell people that have never even watched a baseball game that we're talking to somebody or we're going to watch somebody <laughs> named Lars Newfar. They're like, "That's the coolest thing I've ever heard before." <laughs> it's like in, it's such Danny, a unique the name. Toy just to watch my debut because of all my the name. way. That's, that's- that's that's all it was i've got a scrapbook and everything i'll mail it to you it's not creepy (laughs) at all i've got everything for you yeah (laughs) lars how unique was your name growing up what have people said to you about your name so the weird thing is is like i knew i knew just because like it wasn't like mike or joe or whatever that like it was a it was a different kind of interesting name but my brother is named nigel so that's like a little bit different. My sister's Nicole, so that's not too crazy. And our last name obviously is weird, but my bro- we grew up in like a small town and we kind of knew everybody. So like growing up, my brother came up. So everybody just knew me as Nigel's little brother. So it wasn't like I was like meeting that many new people growing up. And so I was like, oh, like this is fairly normal, you know, like this, it's, it's whatever. And then once I went to college, they're like, hey, like your name is a little different. And then pro ball, like the draft the draft was like the main thing when I was like maybe my name is like kind of exotic and different like like people are just like roasting me like on social media about this and then when I got to the big leagues especially it was like everybody everybody loves it so I you know I love that it's different but uh but yeah I guess I was kind of I I don't I don't know similar to, to a lot of things I just didn't really know that I had such a weird name and that people would take such an interest in it, but there it is, I guess. Great. I, I, I mean, obviously we're very interested in it, but I think the cooler part is when do we get to try the free samples of the candy energy bars that you're making? When do we get those? I will be sure as soon as I get a pack or whatever it comes in that I'll send you guys some. You guys What's will be the, the latest first. with that? It's not it. I, it, there hasn't been much yet because we, so my agent, my dad, again, I didn't even know this was going on, but uh, somebody came up to me and said, Hey, your last name is trademarked. And I said, okay, well, th- th- you know, there's that, you know, whatever. So I went to my phone and I asked, and I guess my dad and my agent had, had done that. And so they wanted to trademark it for, you know, whether it's like a protein energy or candy bar or whatever it is. Um, but I haven't been, I haven't been home for longer than, 30 hours since that happened so i haven't really done much with it um i'm excited this offseason to to see what the steps are to to do this but um yeah right now we just have the trademark for the last name we're trying to get um some things going with that but i'm definitely excited i i'm i'm very i'm open for for whatever suggestions you guys have um i don't have i yeah i'm not i'm not married to anything i'm not married to anything at all so 
whatever suggestions that you guys have for it, I'm all ears. Chocolate. Yeah. That's, chocolate yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be my, like, I don't know what it is. I haven't really thought much about it, but I feel like it's got to be like dipped in like dark chocolate. So it's not like too, too unhealthy, you know, like it can still yeah. pass. It's like a, but you know, it still tastes pretty good. Oh my God. The wheels are spinning right now. I really wish you wouldn't have said that, but we'll, we'll send you, we'll, <laughs> but, we'll send you some suggestions. I'm sure. Like, can yeah. you, can you give us a flavor profile? Like, are you a fruit guy? Are you <laughs> yeah. doing nuts? Are you doing like lemon and blueberry? Would you rather do like chocolate and caramel? What's, the, what's your vibe? My like, okay. So I like going to be your candy bar. So it's gotta I know. be something that you enjoy. I, right? I know. I know. The thing is like, <laughs> everybody that talks to me is like, Hey, you gotta like, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. Like you have to put your tongue sticking out. Like, you know, as like the, the, whatever the rapper or whatever. I'm like, these are all great suggestions. It's just like, I haven't done any research on this at all. Like I haven't done anything. So like I'm down for everything, but yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be like a chocolate, probably like maybe like caramel nut type thing. But again, I just need to know what's healthy. Like I have to do, I really want to do something where it's like not too bad. Like it's like something that athletes could, could eat and they wouldn't feel terrible about doing it so more so worried about like the nutritional value in that but um but i could also do like a a feel good one too like a oh twix left twix left twix right thing you know like where it's like you know here's for like you know post work (laughs) sunday with the ice cream and then there's the you know the healthy you know start the monday off on the right on the right foot so who knows we'll see you would both buy a lot of those i guarantee you right now Something yeah. that like fuels you like during the workday, especially, you know, our jobs where you're on your feet all day, you don't get lunch breaks. You need something that's going to like carry you through. So you're not a zombie. And then you get a reward at the right. end of the day. Right. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, love, I it. love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Great. Okay. sounds like we're in the business together now. So yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You guys are in, you guys are in. That's, that's it. what it sounds like to me. I don't know, Lex. Don't we can know. definitely be the taste testers. Yeah. Yes. So you, Sign us yeah, up. Okay. you send product our way and we'll, okay. um, we'll help you out. <laughs> All right, Laura, it's time for our rapid fire portion. You know how this works, whatever yeah. you got. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So like we just talked about, you've got the best name in baseball. Give me some nicknames other than yours, your name and your nickname that you just absolutely love, whether it's historically or currently in the game? Uncle Charlie. That's a good one. That's a great that's, one. Yeah, that's probably the best one. He's got t-shirts. He's got everything with Uncle Charlie. And Uncle Charlie, yeah, Uncle Charlie for sure. That's a great one. Somebody tweeted, you're not on Twitter, so you would definitely not have seen this, but somebody tweeted that um, you should be the host of Jeopardy. <laughs> Do you so need if to they reached- do you need to like know a lot of things to be the host of Jeffrey? I feel like you have to be like <laughs> you need to be able to read. Can can you pass that test? I can read. I can okay. read. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need to do. So if gotcha. they reach out to you and they were like, hey, can you host Jeopardy? How would you pitch yourself to be able to host Jeopardy? I would say, A, I feel like I have a, I have a voice for Jeopardy. I don't know about, you know, I feel like I have a decent, like deep kind of loudish kind of voice, I guess. That's what I would totally. say. A. Yeah. And then I would say I'm fairly enthusiastic, so I could, you know, get the crowd going a little bit. And then C, I can read. That's probably that's that, that's three right there. I can read. I don't I don't know many things, but I can read. So yeah, that, I think that would be my pitch right there. 
voice. That was such an asshole comment for me. I did not mean it that way. It's not, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have to know how to read. I'm like, can you even read, bro? He's like, players know how to read. <laughs> I don't have my degree yet, but it's in the process. So yes, I can read. I made it. I made it this far. I, I can read at a, at a basic level for sure. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm such a dick. <laughs> we know you I don't mean read. it that way. We know you can read because during the pandemic, correct us if we're wrong, you were doing manual labor at an aerospace engineering company. True. This is true. True. Okay. But what's also true about that job is that I did not have to read at all during that job. I'm trying to help you out here. You said you said you can read, but you're doing manual labor. Those, <laughs> those, don't really, those don't really go hand in hand with each other. I'm just trying to help you out. Honestly, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, let's roll with it. Roll with it. You can okay. read. You're trying to help me out, Danny. It's really what you're yeah. trying to do. I appreciate I that. <laughs> this is good, actually. I think this is like, you know, I love when we hear about guys' weird off-season jobs or whatever, but you were doing this during the pandemic. And then I also, I think I believe this is correct. You haven't seen Star Wars. I haven't either, so it's okay. Alex, don't say a word. No words. But if you could visit one planet, which one would you visit and why? Mars quick i've been called mars my entire like mars rhymes with lars stars you know like that's just like that's the first one that always pops in my head so Good. for sure mars but now that yeah yeah mars by the way about this manual labor job did you enjoy it how did you get this job where did it all come from so basically it was right so i was like training when we got shut down i got sent back that was kind of when i started training with the hitting guy that i've been hitting with that was when we first started really like getting to work and then um and then the minor league season got got shut down. So I was like, okay, well, like I can continue to train, but season isn't for like another like year. So um, my parents were like, hey, buddy, you're you're taking you're going to take classes and you're going to have to get a job. So and then I was also like lifting. So I was like trying to do all that. And then with with the hitting stuff, it just wasn't working out. So I was like, okay. So actually a family friend was like the manager of the morning group for that manual labor job for the aerospace engineering company. Um, so I like reached out to him. I said, Hey, I don't really have much of a resume, but is there any way that like what I have is enough? And he said, yeah, absolutely. So I went in and I thought I was going to be doing the afternoon job. So I wouldn't be working with him, but I think he wanted some, you know, we're good friends. And so he was like, no, 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 you're going to be coming in with me. So unfortunately I started working with them and it was, the six days a week, 4 a.m. with taking classes and trying to go lift after. And then obviously just rinse and repeat was it was pretty tough. And it, it gave me a new perspective on life and on baseball and like how fortunate I am to be to be playing. They thought it was super cool that I played pro baseball, you know, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. But like I'm, I'm with you guys right now, you know, like this is <laughs> this is like this is where I'm at. So it's awesome. man. But like they were really good about keeping things in perspective for me. Um, I think it was great. I think honestly, it was, it was great for me. And like, as, as weird as it is, that whole shutdown year was probably like a career changing year for me because I was able to change some mechanic, some baseball mechanic things. And like, in terms of my swing, I was able to work for really the first time in my life that I had like a real big boy job that I was clocking in, clocking out doing that. So it gave me like real life perspective on that and uh, gave me just time to, you know, take a step back for a little bit, which not a lot of people ever get to do. And unfortunately it came at the cost of COVID and the season, and everything like that. But um, 
it was for sure an eye opener for me. And, and I look back on it and think like, I don't think I'd be here right now if it wasn't for that, that shutdown of a season. Wow. Love that. Love a little silver lining always. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned your parents. So your last name comes from your dad. Yes. Uh, his Dutch mm -hmm. background and then your ethnicity, your mom's Japanese roots. Yes. So that's where yes. we get the combination, but who or which culture has the better food? Japanese for sure. She's like the greatest cook I've ever met my mom. And so she's super good at cooking authentic Japanese food. Um, and so like, I'm biased when it comes to that because it's like, she can cook anything. Like she can get Mexican, she can cook American, you know, Chinese, Japanese, whatever. Like she has her own little cooking Instagram too, that she loves to post on. And she cooks her, you know, she does her little cinnamon rolls and everything like, every like all of our friends and family and like the you know people in the community they come and when they come they know they're getting you know well fed by my mom like that's just like who she is but um but yeah so I, I think I'm biased with the food I think Japanese for sure that's my homie my mom is my best friend she's like she's your star yeah what's her yeah. Instagram can we shout her out Kumi-chan's kitchen is her Instagram there we go we'll look her up love to hit yeah. her up yeah <laughs> Okay, last one is one Cardinal legend that you haven't met, but you want to. Who is it? Ozzy Smith. Yeah. You met yeah. Ozzy, right, Danny? I did meet Ozzy. That I like melted. I melted in front of him. Like the is nicest right? human. I is met he, him in I've only, I've only heard good things. Yeah, great human. I, I was, that's probably a highlight for me for sure. So, you know, I, that's, yeah, that's I all mean, I have. Like, yeah, Ozzy, Ozzy for sure. Like growing up, obviously every kid like plays shortstop. So I played shortstop and like I was a little bit of like a, you know, like one of those baseball kids with like collected cards and I had like this Ozzy Smith card and I was like, and that was when, you know, I was in literally playing shortstop. I was like, wow, like I want to be like Ozzy Smith and I'd watch the clip of him hitting the home run and like doing the backflip and everything. And I was like, he was like, you know, for a little while, like Ozzy Smith was my guy because I'd always see highlights of him, you know, from like legends and stuff and thinking about it right now, like the fact that I get to play on the, like in the same organization that he played in and wear the same uniform, like it's crazy. And watching it, you know, we still have clips of him on the, on the Jumbotron and I haven't gotten the, the pleasure to meet him, but I've only heard good things. And so hopefully in the future, I'll be able to do that. I'm Danny, one more. Oh yeah. One more I skipped over. Oh, that you, you came up with that. I, that I love this question. Lars of the five guys who won gold gloves, which guy is most likely to take his gold glove to bed with them? Bader, a hundred percent, not even close. Bader, Bader, Bader. You couldn't even listen. You couldn't even get. You could not even get that question out without smiling. So I knew it was going to be a good one. But no, the reason why I say Bader is a like he loves his defense. He takes pride in his defense, just like all the rest of them do. But like he hadn't gotten that yet, and I, it's Tommy's first time too. So that's that's awesome for him. But you know, like. The whole year, like I, I would, and that's just because like me and him had these dinners together and I'd always be like, dude, you're getting it this year. Like, I don't care that you didn't play these many games. Like you're, you're getting it this year. Like, and I would watch it all the time in the outfield and see these plays. And like, I'm sitting there like his hype man, you know, like, dude, you know, like dude, that was awesome. I was sick. Like, you know, and I'd always, you know, I like even put on my Instagram one time, like I like reposted one of his catches and like added, I was like at Rawlings, like gold him. Like I was always trying to like, get in his head like he's he's the guy he's the best center fielder in the game and so when he got it 
it felt like a weight off my shoulders. Like, like we talked about it and like, he got it. And so, no, I wouldn't be surprised if he would, if he slept with it, you know, like that's like his baby. So yeah, I would, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And Nolan's got nine or whatever. T.O.'s, this is his second. Again, Tommy, Tommy's just a calm, cool, collected, you know, he's Tommy. So, you know, I wouldn't expect that out of him. So Bader for sure. Great. Everyone needs a good hype man. Yeah, yeah. Danny and yeah, I are each other's hype men, so yes. it means good. a lot. Yeah, you get an assist on the gold glove for sure because yeah, and like yeah. you know when he's playing when we're playing poker on, on the on the flight, you know I'm, I'm I'm always standing behind him like you know either shaking his chair, rubbing his shoulders, telling him it's all good, you know like whether it's five bucks or whatever, I'm telling him you know wins a win, wins a win. So Vader's <laughs> my guy. Vader's my guy. He's 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 the best. Oh, it's so good. You guys have a cool friendship. Yeah. yeah. Lars, we end every podcast with an embarrassing story. Like anything happened when you were a kid, like on the playground or in school or. This might be like TMI, but it is what it is. So we would have, we had like this and like, okay, this, let me, let me preface this by saying like, no, was I not like extremely like privileged or anything like very middle class, but like had this, nice like this lady come over every two weeks and like help us clean like that was it didn't i'm not i don't want to like make it sound like it was some whatever silver spoon kid like no that's not the case at all like that's not the case but so this lady would come over and i was sick i was staying home from school <laughs> and i was wearing i i still have it oh that's kind of nasty now that i think about it but i still have it but i was i have this like snuggie that i got when i was like i don't know like seven that i still rock i brought it I brought it to Memphis with me this year about St. Louis. Like if I'm just chilling at home. I'm like wearing this blue Snuggie. Like I love it. It's the best, super comfy. Um, but so I'm laying there and I'm in my boxers and my, and my Snuggie and that's it. But I ha- kind of have like this like stomach bug and, and I risked it. I, I felt like a little bubble. I felt like a little bubble guts. And I was like, I'm, I'm like 93% positive. It's just a fart. Like I'm, I'm 93% positive. And, and, Ramon Ramon is sitting there in the living room and I'm just like sick as a dog like just laying there like all right like we're gonna we're gonna go for it like you know it's just and and we did and man that seven percent came and literally bit me in the ass and a little bit leaked out and I was sitting there like oh my god and at that moment like nothing mattered like not my fever whatever not my stomach flu like nothing like I felt like a hundred percent and I swear, I ran like a 40-yard dash at like a 4-2 down the hallway, <laughs> jumped in that shower, threw those underwear away. It was just <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's my – that. And like I was in the shower just thinking to myself, my mom's at work, dad's at work, everybody's gone. I'm just – it's just me and Ramona in the house. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like I, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to do. I'm sick. I just kind of – shat my pants a little bit like i like this is terrible this is absolutely terrible and so yeah that's that's i like that is one of those things like not to bring it up it's it's a funny story but i think at the time i wanted to forget about it of course you want to crawl in a hole you still have the snuggie yeah. is that what you still, said oh yeah i i like literally like, like how do you fit into it you said you got it when you were seven yeah, so when I was seven, it like went down like my my like ankles. Now it's like barely goes past my, like maybe not even past my knees, but it's just like and like it's like 
it's like a three quarter sleeve on my arms, but it's just like so comfy and fuzzy still. And like, has that like drawstring. It's not like an actual Snuggie. It's like a robish, like furry type Snuggie thing. Do you have it? I don't have it with me here because I, when I went back home, I, it's, it's home. It's in a, it's in a safe spot. So in the off season, it's like, yeah, I, I wake up, take a shower, throw it on until I'm like ready to get dressed. I get dressed, you know, and whatever, have my day, come home, throw that thing on. It's on me all the time. All, so all the candy time. bar. You need to make the candy bar and maybe a Snuggie. That sounds like yeah. all wrapped in one. You should bring yeah. that. Just, just, that'll be part of like the new bar left or whichever one's like the comfort one where it's like after a long day you had like the new bar right you started the day off boom 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 you had a nice day and then like boom you have the new bar left and you're snuggy at night cozy boom yeah it's like chasing away the sunday scaries exactly you're snuggy exactly. and you have your your new bar and you're good that's <laughs> all you need that's all you need Loved it. Lars, this was an absolute blast. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Yeah, this is so fun and funny. You are an absolute gem. Crushed it this season. We really appreciate you taking the time out with us for sure. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Anytime, anytime you guys need me, I'll be available. So I'll be willing and glad to be with the Snuggie next time. I'm down. I am down.